This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rock's Lawn Care Gardening podcast. Here we are on episode number 67 titled doing what needs done now this episode has came to light just through you know we say time and time again with clients having to do things that you don't necessarily believe in but the clients are saying to do it and there becomes that that moment where you go i know this isn't right for the plant the plant's health or shrub tree whatever it might be but they are asking for it to be done now when this happens it leaves you in this uh in almost this middle ground of should I just do what they say or should I try and educate the client at this point and the simple answer from from my experience really is simply just talk to your client you know you can that comes with a part of education where you can almost just kind of talk to them at this point and and speak through things but it can also leave you in a bit of a situation where it could fire back on yourself so before we get into this week's podcast I just want to kind of speak to its relevance and just talk through some of the one of the reviews that we've had this over well over the last couple of weeks. And this one's from the little lawn sod from Instagram there and he has written a great five star review saying class act. It's amazing how Sam's podcast has grown and evolved over the last year or so. Love how he speaks about his own insight in the lawn care business whilst including complete sense on a multitude of life, life tasks. A thoroughly nice chap who's always on hand for advice or even just a chat. As the title says, an all-round class act. So thanks for that, mate. It is really appreciated. If you haven't checked him out, then I would say check him out on Instagram. He has just renovated his property, and by God, that was a hell of a renovation. It was all astroturf. There was tons and tons of hardcore and just rubble in this garden. Large overgrown conifers and everything else. And he just... Like you look at the pictures now of what he's done, and it is an absolute lush lawn level as you'd ever expect. It's like a bowling green, and it's he's just done an absolute all round amazing job. And he sort of documented his process on there. And you know, if you're looking at properties at the moment where you think, God, I can't really see the other side of this, check out his profile because he shows that you know, and he's just a, a DIY lawn care fanatic. Um, and I say just, but he's very good at it. You could definitely do it as a career. But um, yeah, check it out because it, it is really astonishing. So within the last couple of weeks, a couple of things that we've kind of went into and things that have changed and and what's been going on basically this side of life is the fact that we have finally moved home. Now, I've mentioned this on on previous podcasts that this is the way it was going and we are in this sort of this entanglement of trying to find a new property. But it has finally happened. And with that has came, as anyone that's ever moved home before knows that it comes with a lot of problems and just a lot of time going into this and a lot of things that you kind of need to do. And because of that, we obviously missed, you know, I'm dead set on always bringing out these podcasts, but we obviously missed last week's and we're into this week's slightly later. But I definitely wanted to just get back on schedule and get a push forward, especially with things like Soltex up around the corner. So that's happening in the start, the first week of November. If no one knows what Soltex is or if someone out there is unsure of it, or you may have heard of it but not too sure on what it entails, 
Soltex is probably one of the biggest events that we have in the UK where all manufacturers come by of, you know, I've got no affiliation to this event at all in the slightest, but it's all equipment, machines, fertilizer company, grounds maintenance, turf care, everything. And they all show off their new machinery that's up and coming for the next year. For example, like Alec will be there for those that are into their own care, Ego, Toro, um, Hata, you know, all all the big brands are there basically showing off their new kit and equipment. Um, and with that, it's going to be not only a great event for everything that they show off and put forward, but they also, it offers a, a middle ground where people from across the whole UK with great, you know, intentions or great similar skill sets come at this event and it's a chance for you to network and, and kind of meet others. So for me, it's going to be my first year going. And although I am massively looking forward to seeing what kit's coming out and seeing if there's anything worth investing in and putting through a couple of orders possibly, it is also a chance for me to just network and meet to many of you, meet many of you that I've basically spoke to, whether it's through the podcasting or or whatever it might be, you know, Instagram DMs or whatever else. And a chance that we can actually meet in person, have a little chat and, you know, just widen this community that we have, I think is probably the best way to put it. So... That's another thing that I'm looking forward to. But now that we're in this house, it's we, we come in here and to lay the land of the property, we are slightly more in the countryside, I would say, than the last property. Although we were kind of smack bang in the middle, there was a bit more uh, around us, I suppose, from that actual property location for like what you could see. Where we move to now, uh, the, you know, I look out the window here where I'm taking this podcast and you can just see woodlands and rolling hills. There's a big distillery in its way. It's a distillery village where I live. But other than that, it's just rolling hills and forest and woodlands, and it's just gorgeous. So I'm going to upload a picture later on of my podcast view. So if you listen to this uh, this message, then uh, this message, this podcast, then have a scroll through the Instagram and you'll see kind of what I'm on about. But with this property, it sits with about 250 metres squared, the front of the property, 250 metres squared, the back uh, of land to, to make garden out of. And... So, you know, it's a lot better size than what, what the last property was. But what that came with is different things that previous owners have done. And this is mainly trees that I'm talking about here. And this is why this ties into the podcast. When I moved into this property, I was like, that needs to go. This needs to change. I want to do this. I want to do that. This bit of hard landscaping needs done. These need shaped up over there. And, you know, all of a sudden, it's just like when you quote a property, right? You, you walk onto them grounds or a new client takes you on and they say, oh, you know, I know it's not neat and tidy. What can there be done? And you tip up and you start just imagining all these changes and what can be, you know, taken through the process to be improved and to make more aesthetically pleasing. And I've done exactly that with with this property and the lawns are in dire state. They're going to get done next year. Obviously, there's nothing, unless you are going to lay turf, there's nothing I can do, you know, this side of winter. And there's nothing I'd really want to at the moment just because of the maintenance that it does then incur from uh, having a, a higher grade lawn. So at the moment, it's it's mainly the trees, the shrubs. And other than all these things that they've planted in, it's a pretty low maintenance garden front and back. If anyone has been keeping tabs on the YouTube channel, I uploaded a video earlier on the week called New Home, New Garden. And I give you a little walk through the back of the garden and show you the views and and kind of what I got to play with. And I talk through slightly on 
the things that I want to improve, like knocking down this divide and fence, and I want to renovate some of these trees, and I want to take the gravel out that's just bloody everywhere, and I, you know, I want to get borders in and trellises, and you know, I just want to completely change it so it feels, even though I'm on a on a street of you know houses, I want to feel like I'm in the countryside left and right, not just, not it's not a new built home, but not not to feel like I'm in a new built home with just high fences and you know low maintenance areas so anyway when I, when I came to do this the first thing I'd done when I came into the back garden I seen the state of the cherry tree that is appalling and I haven't showed a close-up of this yet but for anyone that knows anything about trees or how to prune trees you know this thing is deranged massively a lot of crossing branches I think it's been at some point one or another someone's planted it for cherries and not really thought about how big a cherry tree can get same with the apple tree that's right next to it and they've planted these there must be an inch gap between the border and fence and where the the edge of the cherry tree sits and so the, i believe that's calling a lot of the, causing a lot of the derangement so with this it's an absolute eyesore and it needs improved now there's a few things to note here for anyone that is not too fair with it with pruning cherry trees, you would usually do this in July, August time. Okay, it's one of them trees that you can't just do it all, all year round. It can suffer from silver leaf disease, things like that. So you need to kind of watch when you when you do these jobs. And I'm very much aware of this. Aware of this. But me being, in this case, my own client, I'm even at the point where I'm like, I want this done now and not in six months time when it comes around to that time of year where you get the, the green light. With a lot of things with pruning, there's a there's a risk and reward sort of balance, and if you if one of them scales is topping the other, then you're not going to get as good of a result as you want, or the the chance of disease or or um, going slightly backwards in some way, shape or form is slightly higher than the other end. So when I'm looking at this, I am now thinking I want to do something about this now. So if I prune it, what we are in now. 23rd of October at the time of recording this podcast I am risking being slightly later on in that scale to make it look nicer but I'm I'm risking maybe diseases and things like that but the way I see it is we're in a slightly warmer climate I mean the next couple of weeks for example we're looking at around 15 degrees up here in North Scotland what for October is very sort of strange weather I feel like it should be you know we're getting our colder mornings but it's normally a bit worse than that so I'm sitting here as my own client going, this is what I want done and I know the, the risks that are involved. Now, if you're turning up to a client's property and someone, most of the years that have been in the business for any amount of time would have came across this where, you know, a client said, can you do this? Can you prune this shrub? And you've went, well, I can physically. I can go get, you know, I can go get my pole saw. I can go get my my pruners, my loppers, my secateurs, whatever it might be, and I can prune whatever this is that the client might be offering you, but it is the wrong time of season, it's going to miss its buds for next year, it is not the right time, like, by the book, we should not be pruning it at this point, but the client's like, nope, they don't really care about any of it, I just want it down, and there comes that element of knowledge that's on your behalf, and what the client's expectations and what the client wants, and that is a balance within itself that you need to sort of handle. And this is when it kind of comes to the title of the podcast being 
doing what needs done is that you don't, although you're the SMA and you know what to do, it doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. Because let's just say you go against your client in that regard, you prune it the way you like, but it's still covering three quarters of a kitchen window, but you've taken it to the furthest point without losing your buds, then, you know, the client's not going to be happy. They're going to say, look, Sam, I still can't see out my window. What's This isn't what I've asked for. This isn't what I'm paying you for. So there comes that balance where you need to sit in and, you know, you can edu educate the client and say, well, just so you know, I can do this. But what it means is that you're not actually going to have flowers for the next 12 months, 18 months, you know, by doing this. Because they might turn around and go, well, I actually really love the, the shrub where it is. Let's say it's a rhododendron, right? For example, most people know what a rhododendron is. They form their buds in summer and then the flower spring, okay? So their best time to deadhead as such or prune right would be in spring if you're doing just like a general maintenance prune you take them off after spring so that they can regrow, regrow their buds in summer and then still flower the year after so let's say that's in front of this window and it is now october let's say where we are now they will all if you look at rhododendrons now in any of your gardens they'll still have they'll now have their buds on for the following season that they're going to give to flower so they might be like i really love this rhododendron it's just in our way um, so yeah, can you just really prune it down below the windowsill and, you know, I'll be happy. And you go, look, I, absolutely we can do that. But from what you're telling me, you know, you really love this shrub. Are you aware that it is not going to flower again for another 18 months because I'll be taking off this year's growth for net, well, next year's growth that is currently budding. And they go, oh, you know, crap. I, I didn't know anything about that. I, I don't know anything about plants. Thank you very much for letting me know. Please, could you just come back, you know, after spring and, and do it then? You know, so that can completely change the dynamic of your visit. Because what I've found is when you do things like that, and I've got plenty of cases when I've when I've given that bit of education, is the review that you nine times out of ten always get through Google or anything else is had Sam over, you know, fantastic, very knowledgeable about this, really helped me out with that. And even if you don't end, if this was on the consultation and you never carried out the job and you never got paid, that review is absolutely gold. Because, and I've, I've spoke about this in a lot of the earlier podcasts, is that the reviews and, I forgot the word that I'm looking for here, but it's basically your, um, your, so, your social working proof. Okay, so before people even meet you, they will find you on Google, for example, look through your reviews and that's their first look at you in your business is what other people's been saying about you. And if they were like, you know, let's say you've done this job, you followed what the client said, but you never educated them, that review could instead of a be a five-star review, it could be a four-star review saying, Sam done exactly what I asked for, but for some reason, whatever he's done, my rhododendron's now not flowered for nearly a year and a half, really unhappy with this, blah, blah, blah. And to someone that's looking at you on Google who don't know anything about plants either or anything or just about the situation, they could look through that and go, oh, geez, he's, he's messed something up there. You know, he's obviously done an all right job, but he's messed up along the way. I don't want to use him. So, you know, there can be a, a chain effect. And of course, you can't think about absolutely everything. It's not really within, you know, your job title to an extent to, abs to know absolutely everything. Because it's not just about plants, it's about handling customers' expectations and it's about how you run your business and how you come across if you're professional enough and X, Y, Z. So all of these factors kind of come into one. And really, it just got me thinking about it because 
coming into the property, I keep on getting reality checks, whether it's working, whether it's working for a client and I'm running my business first hand, first person operating. But then when I step back as a homeowner and I need to request that service from someone, or if I put myself in the position of requiring a service, driveway cleaned, trees pruned, whatever it else might be, I get that that real-time feedback of like, ah, yeah, this is what it's like to be the customer again. You know, sometimes you get lost in being the service provider that you forget how to think of a customer. And that is a super important point that anyone that's kind of going through this, have your business plan, have your model that you're following, you know, and push for it, market it hard. But at the end of the day, you still need to think about the customer and you need to think like a customer in order to, to make that 360 round trip to, to, you know, doing it very well because, you know, how how they react to your service is going to be what makes a lot of the difference. But this is a relatively short po- podcast on, on, that, uh, on that fact, but that's the main sort of point I wanted to get across to you today is just doing what needs done. You're, you're left in these situations where regardless of your knowledge or whatever you want, you, you can do your very best to advise, but if at the end of all of that the customer still goes, Yep, I'm aware of all that, but I still want it down. You know, another one is conifer hedges. You see this a lot. Uh, the hedges now overgrown where it was meant to be. Take it back, and you're like, well, hold on. If we if we take this back to the edge of the path, it's actually just going to be brown. You know, I seen the council doing one last year, I think it was, and they just taken this thing back hard. And you know, as we know, conifers don't grow new new branches from. Uh, where there isn't already live growth. So, you know, this thing is now just brown on the side of the road. But, you know, the clients, I'm guessing, are happy enough that they now can walk up and down this path now, you know. So these are just situations where when it happens, make them aware. But if that's what they want done, I mean, by all means, you can refuse and say, sorry, this I'm not willing to do this because, you know, it isn't the right practice to do at this time of the year. Unfortunately, you'll have to find someone else. And if that's the way that you work your business, then... You know, by all means, work it your way and do what works for you. But in my case, yeah, I found a lot of the times after that education, I will then go on and just do whatever the clients ask for and, and go for it. So it's same as cutting grass, really. There's been times when you go to cut gra- lawns and you know it's a mess out there and you can warn them, look, it's pretty boggy out there. I'm going to make a bit of a mess. You know, it may be better if we just come back in a couple of weeks or I try to fit you in over the next few days when we get a bit of drier weather and they're like, nah, just get just get it down. You know, you're not always in hand. Your beliefs on how you would like to run a garden isn't always the same as the client once their garden ran, you know, and you need to just adapt to that, overcome it and just kind of put it in a perspective and, and get that done really. But no, I hope everyone is feeling well this week. I hope you're having a good weekend. The temperatures are naturally shifting, but like I say, we're going to get another medium sort of 14, 15 degree week going over the next week. So I am sort of, I'm waiting for this ticking time bomb of the weather to drop. Another thing that we've got coming up in the, the sort of future few weeks is a lot of sort of hedge reductions. We've done two already, as well as several, several big hedging jobs, as well as a couple of little ones. But this is all sort of adding up and this is a great time in the season to kind of stay adaptive with it and, and get all all them jobs done and try and upsell them. If you've been going to a client all this year and you keep on walking into low-hanging branches or, you know, spindly branches and, you know, these are bits of work that you think that should be getting done, 
start offering it to your client now get it pushed out anything that you've seen through somewhere where you're like right these this is now the time to prune this and we should be pruning it but the clients haven't asked us go see them go talk to them and then just let them know build a case for it and just speak it through with your clients it's a fantastic time to start getting them penciled in um but yeah have a great weekend everyone i hope you're taking well and we will see you in next week's episode what will be the last episode before i'd probably do a little chat about Soltex. For there, I'll try and get another interview on board and we'll kind of go from there. Any questions for this podcast at all, please feel free to get in touch. Um, we can talk through them. I've had several people get in touch saying they want to come on for interviews. So I am hoping that this winter is just going to be interview after interview after interview where we can share loads of knowledge and get to lo- know loads more people within the communities. So take care, everyone. Have a great weekend and see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Total Loan. Total Loan provides scientifically engineered loan care products to homeowners, hobbyists and loan care professionals. Their range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your loan looking lush, green and moss free all year round. I use Total Loan products for my customers and on my own loan and I think you should too. The team at Total Loan put quality above anything else when they're producing their loan feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best loan possible. Try Total Loan today at totalloan.co.uk and use code JROCKLONECARE at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Loan are so confident in their products that you can use them on your loan, and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totalloan.co.uk and transform your loan.